Welcome to another episode of Token Majority Podcast. Your rights, your legal resource. We're back for our second episode in a unknown number of episodes covering yes. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's trial. And we're back on this episode with our hot takes about what's been going on in, in JD's case. The we have a lot to say. Case. Yeah, a lot to share. I find it interesting how much shit is being discussed. Like how much yeah. seemingly irrelevant just trash is being talked about. Yeah, and so much time waste. I mean, is it because it's just a he said, she said situation? And so all they're doing is throwing as much trash at each other as possible to discredit each other. Yeah. But, you know, also these lawyers are not objecting. I've heard very few objections to relevance. Yeah. Most of the objections are hearsay. Hearsay. That's a popular one today. In Amber's testimony, there were objections to compound, which I don't think I've ever heard a lawyer stand up in front of a jury and say, objection, your honor, compound. <laughs> I mean, it's just like embarrassing. It'd be one thing if it was compound, you asked me five questions in one, but they're asking Amber two questions in one and they're objecting. <laughs> it's just like... What's the point? What's the, what's point? the point? It's just to disrupt and upset her and confuse the case. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, too, because people don't notice that when Johnny's attorneys are objecting. Yeah. But they are vicious when Amber's attorneys object. Yeah, I've seen people calling Amber's attorneys ambulance chasers <laughs> online. They're not the plaintiffs. Which doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, they are forced to be there. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Depp is a plaintiff. He's the ambulance <laughs> chaser. Anti-plaintiff bias is owed to Johnny Depp. Yes. It's owed at all. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very strange. On the topic of objections, I do think one of the unusual things about this case that I've noticed is that these attorneys do not fight for their evidence at all. One side objects, the court sustains the objection, and they just carry on. And I only see Johnny's team asking for sidebars to fight stuff. What I find interesting about the public perception of the lawyers also is that Chu, Mr. Chu, is constantly reading. Like Johnny he, Depp's lawyer. Yeah, Johnny Depp's lawyer is constantly reading from a script. He read yeah. his entire opening. He basically read his entire halftime motion. But people are just praising his lawyers like they're the best lawyers in the world. Doesn't make sense. And I don't know if people have seen it, but he wears almost as many gold <laughs> rings as Johnny Depp. And I, a gold ring on his, on his, his pinky. pinky finger and his ring finger. And they're big. <laughs> It's just strange because if you just saw him walking down the street, you'd think, oh, that's a big dork. And then he's got these gold rings on his finger like he's Johnny Depp. It's just yeah. it's a weird scene over there at plaintiff's counsel table. Yes. And oh, so strange. Why is the court letting Johnny Depp wear sunglasses every day? He wore sunglasses while he was testifying. If that's not evidence that this guy is not credible, I just don't know <laughs> what. What is? Uh, that brings me to what we were talking about earlier, too, about him testifying, him being very assertive about him having never laid hands on Amber, but admitting that he had a drinking problem 
well, how do you know? I mean, how can you know? You, you were probably blacked out for multiple years of your life. Yeah. Like Matthew Perry while he was filming Friends. <laughs> As he said, that's not defamation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a public figure. So again, yeah, he has to prove actual malice to go after you. Right. And also on the actual malice point, when you read Amber's op-ed, it is a real stretch to say that she published that op-ed to make Johnny Depp look bad because the weight of the article is about how we need to improve legislation to protect uh, victims of sexual and physical violence. Right. And, you know, how to get involved with that. Yeah. It's just funny that he he's making hay about this op-ed. It must After the son called him a wife beater. Yeah. Like it's already done. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> that would be my closing argument. Do you find that plaintiffs in a civil case have like a strategic advantage by going first? And do you think that's been the case here? Well, I'm. it's supposed to be that... I mean, the defense lawyers certainly act like they have such an advantage by going first because they get to go first and then have their say at the end and do a rebuttal, though it's almost never happens that you get to do rebuttal evidence. But I think Johnny Depp has absolutely had an advantage by going first here in this kind of case because he's been able to really endear himself to the public. And I can't tell when there's laughter in the audio if that's the jury laughing or... Um, just the onlookers in the in the pews, but people are loving him. Yeah, people are really loving him because he's just acting like Captain Jack Sparrow up there, just belligerent. His testimony was so belligerent; couldn't answer a question, fighting with the lawyers, making jokes. I forgot. I completely forgot that Johnny Depp was even in Edward Scissorhands. I couldn't think. I couldn't think of any other movie he was in other than Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, because he essentially adopted Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow as his identity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been in some stuff that was good, but it's been a long time. Like what? Well, Edward Scissorhands. What's eating Gilbert Grape? I don't remember what's eating Gilbert Grape. Maybe I didn't watch it. It's a good one with Leonardo DiCaprio. But he was <gasps> Cry in Cry Baby. I don't remember that. That was either. a good one. But in my research for this podcast, I watched some scenes of him in movies and I watched mm-hmm. The Rum Diary. And I was like, maybe this is what tanked his career. Yeah. He was so I mean bad. And no one to blame but himself for that because he produced right. that movie. Right. And that's where he met Amber Heard. I know. Yeah. She had some creepy testimony about the way he behaved on set in that movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't she say that he grabbed her face and Yeah, he, kissed like, her? kissed her in a way that's not the way actors kiss. <laughs> and then he, like, lifted up her robe uh, when she was in between scenes and said something like, looks yummy. Ew. And he was, and he's 20 years older than her, isn't right. he? 20? Yeah. I mean, at least. Yeah. <laughs> he looks bad. <laughs> uh, I know. I need, I need to hear people calling Johnny Depp litigious, at least. That's yeah. just a fact. Right. He's brought so many lawsuits. And they're all for many, many, many millions. 
And, you know, that lawsuit that he brought against his business manager for mismanaging his money, he and his lawyer at the time were like, this is going this lawsuit's going to change Hollywood. Nothing happened. I knew another good way to ruin your career in Hollywood is to sue everybody on your team. Right. Then nobody wants to work with you anymore. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you've also been accused of domestic violence. Yeah. You heard it here first. We do not support Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do not. I think for me as a plaintiff's lawyer, also what I would be concerned about is that Amber's not lying as an abuse victim if she also engaged in abuse. Yeah. She can be telling the truth about being an abuse victim and also be an abuser. Right. Yeah. But I think Johnny and his lawyers are playing up this this theme that if Amber was abusive ever in any way, then they win. Yeah. Which is not true. Right. That's not how it works. Not even close. But also, she's going in depth right now with her testimony about their relationship. And I don't think she's a very good actress. I think she's telling the truth. A lot of people disagree with you, Ruby. They think she's acting for the, the best. Comments the comments on the, role YouTube, of her the live YouTube are just horrendous. Every, liar, 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 liar. Well, like, they just need to watch some of her movies. I recommend <laughs> Never Back Down or the late 2000s series uh, Hidden Palms. There's a lot of... You watch those two things and you'll know Amber Heard's telling the truth. I, <laughs> I don't know that she's... Oh, she was in Pineapple Express. That so, see, that's an opinion. Your opinion is that she's a bad actress. So that's not defamation. Yeah. So that's a good, that's a good example. Yeah. Well, and so that was something that Rottenborn was making a point of in his argument to the judge, which was, this is an op-ed and op-eds right. typically are not the subject of defamation lawsuits because you are allowed to share your opinion. You cannot be prosecuted for your opinion. That's really interesting. I mean, that brings up an interesting point. Like, are you an abuse victim if you think that you're an abuse victim? I don't think Regardless of what happened? I think that's... Yeah, I don't know. Not according to the Johnny Stans. No. That's not the case. The Johnny Stans believe that if Johnny Depp was abused, Amber cannot be an abuse victim. Right. That abuse is always one side. Yeah. And that Amber must have instigated every single incident. Yeah. And he was just defending himself against her. That was a mean part of his testimony where Rottenborn on cross was like, Johnny Depp, wouldn't you say that you're much larger than Amber Heard? And he was like, um, no. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, you said it kind of (laughs) (laughs) British-like. What is, I don't know who he is. I think he's from, like... I think he's the South. I did look it up because I was confused. I didn't really understand why... Doesn't his mother... Didn't she live in Kentucky? Oh, my God. Bill Burr says Johnny Depp deserves public apologies if Amber Heard loses trial. Who cares what Bill Burr says? Oh, my... (laughs) It's the first four... When I searched Johnny Depp... Everything is Bill Burr weighs in on Johnny Depp trial, wants his doubters to apologize. Should we have Bill Burr on the podcast? Yeah, let's invite him on. Okay, he's from Kentucky. Owensboro. 
Mm. Oh, I got to correct something. In the last episode, I referred to uh, Johnny Depp as having had an ex-wife. Um, they were never married. Mm. I don't even remember you saying that. Yeah, was wrong. It's wrong of me. Bill Burr. I just, I'm so shocked by the way people want to come out publicly and take such a strong position when we've only heard half the case. What's funny to me is that people feel so strongly about these video recordings, but then, like, of Amber Heard being kind of acting certain ways, but then they're like, oh, Johnny Depp joking about He was just joking when he said he was going to catch her. Having sex with her corpse. That's just a joke. Yeah. It's fine for him to say all this crazy stuff, but it's not okay for for um amber Amber rose to call him a baby yeah oh my god that she calls him a baby yeah it it reminds me a little bit of um donald trump and the grabber by the pussy statement it's like oh that's just men just joking around obviously you don't watch monty python and it's like (laughs) no okay we don't watch monty python but um also that's still not an appropriate way to talk, and it still is revealing of your attitudes towards women, even if you only say it to your bros. Well, but it's like, if that's appropriate, then why aren't Amber's actions appropriate? That's, yeah. That's the, the issue I have. It's just double-sided. Yeah. Double-sided? That's it's, not right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I agreed with you. I was like, yeah, it's double-sided. Yep, <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely, there's, I think, a real strong cultural bias where I think the public is really hungry to have a reason to have a backlash against women for the Me Too mm-hmm. movement. I think a lot of men have been really, really scared seeing these powerful figures come down for allegations of sexual assault and sexual harassment and physical abuse and nastiness in the workplace. And it's put a lot of men on edge. And now they finally have a case where they can say, oh, no, women actually are liars. And we should. Now there's all these memes about how we should slap Amber Heard around. Right. I think it speaks to such a real cultural sickness. Um, and A sickness. Yeah. And Ugh. I'm not down with the sickness. <laughs> not down with the sickness. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's a scary time. It is a scary time. And then, you know... Um, his name, I believe, is Trevor Bauer. He was a baseball player in for the San for San Diego, and last year a woman made uh, she filed a temporary restraining order against him for sexual assault, and uh, he denied the allegations. And he introduced all of these text messages from her to the public, and uh, really discredited her. And you'd think that'd be the end of it. No, last week he filed a defamation suit against her. Um, she's just a normal person. She's mm-hmm. got no money yeah. to defend the lawsuit Men. or to pay him. Men are feeling like this is their time. This yeah. is their time to take some power back. Even though they didn't even lose even anything. Though, yeah. And, and Johnny's <laughs> going to, I mean. He's gonna gonna like going to be like a lose, hero of the gonna, men's rights activists. Right. You know what's an, another interesting thing is that Black China, the Black China lawsuit against the Kardashians yeah. just finished and no one's talking about that yeah why i think because she's a female maybe and i think the kardashians are just so beloved maybe not by 
I like I, I like mean, Johnny Depp wasn't beloved. You know, like who did people? Yeah, I don't know who cared about him, and no. now people are so passionate. Yeah, I think it's because he's a man. Yeah, honestly. But I also think if Black China and the Kardashian lawsuit was available on YouTube, people would have watched it. Mm. I mean, Car- the Kardashians and the Jenners, some of them testified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm not alone in wondering what's been going on with Rob Kardashian lately. <laughs> the, the, on the, the new season of Kardashians, they act like there is no brother. Really? Yeah, they Have don't even... Have you watched it? Yeah. Should we do... <laughs> Here, here's... The, okay, we have to give additional background. This is why Ruby and I think that we are experts and the appropriate people to do this podcast. <laughs> it's because we are very culturally aware. Yeah. We watch The Bachelor. Right. We watch The Bachelorette. We watch all the Bachelor spinoffs. Yeah. And I watched Love is Blind. Same. And Did you know they're filming the next season in Seattle? No. It's actually filming right now. I mean... You've been in a relationship, so it's too bad you couldn't audition. (laughs) That's true, but I've been trying to convince all my friends to audition. I should have. What I love about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is it's like the two things that I love happening at once. It's uh, Mm -hmm. celebrity gossip colliding with... Uh, trial advocacy in the law. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that people are watching it and they're learning what hearsay is <laughs> and what it is maybe, not. Maybe. Yeah, I think they're going, I think they're getting it twisted. But, you know, I think it's cool that people get to see that lawyers, it's not as tidy as it, what you see on TV. Yeah. And it's intertwined. Following culture and having knowledge of what's going on in the world is... I mean, that makes you a better trial lawyer. I mean, you have to know what the people want to see. What the people think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If trial is about impressions, Mm -hmm. that is absolutely Johnny Depp's team's whole thing is just to make an impression and be likable. And they know their their audience. Yeah. They're doing it right. I wonder if that's another reason why they chose Virginia is... um, that, you know, a California, Los Angeles jury would not be as sympathetic to the sort of mm-hmm, exactly. misogynistic language from Johnny Depp. Yeah, I wonder how a King County jury would do. Although a lot of people in our office. Yeah, there's a lot of um, justice for Johnny going on. Mm-hmm. But I believe strongly that anyone who's hashtag justice for Johnny just hasn't thought enough about the issue, which is basically my perspective whenever someone disagrees with me. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. It's because they're wrong. Yeah. And they just don't know it yet. Yes. And we, yeah. we have We're, to be patient. Yeah. So I hope this podcast makes a difference. <laughs> okay. So up next, we're going to have maybe some special episodes on some of the other observations that we've seen in the trial since the trial is dark all next week, which means that they are not in session. And then we'll do a podcast on Amber's case in chief. Maybe we'll talk about, maybe we'll do an episode where we're like going through direct and cross and and playing some clips. Yeah. And just making commentary. Yeah. On, on what we think is happening and why we think we could do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think 
there was a lot of room for improvement, but it, you know, hindsight's always twenty right. twenty. Right. I'm sure that even the lawyers would say that they could have done a better job. Um, I just want to say this is in my notes. I think it's weird that Johnny Depp is in a band called the Hollywood Vampires. I think it just speaks to a real sort of identity crisis that he's dealing with. Not that he thinks he's a vampire, but just that he wants to act like he's this incredible musician. And he's, I mean, Mm. he's obsessed with Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. That's also weird. Yeah. I think Hunter S. Thompson is one of those people that people want to pretend right. to be into because it's a it's a stand-in for having a personality. It's like <laughs> um, author. I probably need to watch What's Eating oh. Gilbert Grape. Yeah, it's good. And he's so cute back Does then. Does he have like the same accent that he has now? Or when did that start? That started later. I would say his accent started getting weird with Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, it'd be interesting to go back and watch some of his press tours from pre-Pirates and post-Pirates and just the way he really deteriorates into this, like, Captain real Jack Sparrow yeah, caricature of himself. Um, but I yeah, mean, I don't believe people really like Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think people actually know what gonzo journalism is. That, that was his, like, thing. And yeah. people speak about it, and it's celebrated, and sort of how I feel about Hemingway. But Ernest. now... Yeah, Ernest. <laughs> There's so many defamation suits pending against me now for <laughs> <laughs> the estates of Hunter S. Thompson and Ernest Hemingway. Uh, all right, well. That's well, it. Yeah. All opinions expressed are our own. <laughs> <laughs> we are not public figures. Yeah. Just we're private individuals. So keep that in mind if you're considering filing a lawsuit against us. Yeah. <laughs> also hire us. Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're plaintiff lawyers. Consider filing a lawsuit with us. Um, and you'll get way more fun commentary from us. That's mm-hmm. included. Yes. In our fee. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, until next time. Until next time. In our next episode, we will be talking about the halftime motion. Yeah. We uh, have a lot of really cool shit to say about the halftime motion, so tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. See you later. Thank you for tuning in. And follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us at tokenmajority.com.